morning to our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Hello, Masakina. Top of the morning to you. Yahamba i Absa Premiership. I'm glad you recognize. <laughs> Uh, commiserations, but yeah, we'll do that at another time. We'll we'll wait. You know, it's not quite there yet. But uh, getting back to uh, the stock market and uh, Japanese stocks, uh, Clive, they seem to be swinging between gains and losses. Yeah, at the moment, I'm looking at them now. They're in the positive. They're slightly just above uh, the 20,000 mark. Um, You know, the 20,000 point mark has been very, very difficult to get to. So, um, this early hours of the morning, just before they went for the lunch, it had hit that, and then it came back down again. But after lunch, as they came back, they looked very, very strong to finish uh, over the 20,000 points for the first time uh, in 15 years, Sakina. Uh, fast returning companies, uh, they rallied up, up 3.8%. Uh, if you look at uh, the likes of J, J, JCOM Trading, they were doing relatively well, up also 2.5%. I was looking at another company, which is pretty interesting. It's called Kawasaki. Um, Kawasaki is also up by 0.4%. It's been pushed up mainly by uh, outside by, by factors outside of the, the Japanese market, uh, but they also pushed a lot of the Asian market as well. Sakina, they do relatively well. The MSCI Asia Pacific also looking positive, up 0.4% uh, to date. And then China's benchmark money market rate it was set to drop for a sixth week, at the longest run of declines in six years, Clive. Yeah, this is what we normally call the, the the interest rate or whatever you want to call it. People, Chinese people have a funny way of changing names, but this is what they call the money market money market rate, which was set to drop by Sakina for the sixth week for the six uh, for for a drop in the lowest drop in six weeks, by the way, which would be the longest uh, uh, decline since two thousand nine. Uh, the the POBC, which is the the People's Bank's uh, People's Bank of China, uh, cut its yield and its reverses purchases operations by almost ten basis points. Uh, earlier on this week, we were expecting them to increase it, um, but the reason why they put it down to 1.4% is because they are worried about inflationary measures that it might have should this target not be reached by the end of the month. So it is very interesting. But the seven-day repurchase rate, uh, the gauge bank interbank, for example, that also slid by 54 basis points, if I remember correctly, uh, which means that obviously it's in, the, the bank is trying to encourage more people to try and buy in or borrow more money from the banks to stimulate the economy. Remember, they're still doing the quantitative uh, easing uh, project as well. They're putting money into the market. Uh, so they're not, they're not uh, doing very badly. The stocks have been running like you will, you will not believe. They're rushing up into the positive. Uh, Chinese stocks are at their highest uh, in 12 months. So that's also exciting for Kina to see. Mm. And just finally, uh, the issue regarding oil, has it bottomed out mm. at this point? Because if we look at that story <laughs> yesterday, you know, Shell Company yeah. looking to buy out BG Group, what's going on there? Mm. It's done, Sakina. 70 billion US dollars. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be a, the, one of the biggest acquisitions by oil deal. What What's happened is we've, we've, we've gone, gone back in history to try and see what is the signal, what is the sign to show that the oil prices have actually bottomed out. If you go back to the 90s, um, I think that time, I think, I don't know how old I was. <laughs> I certainly don't remember quite, but it was in the 90s, um, 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 early 90s, when we saw a massive move. Uh, the price of, uh, of, of oil at, at that time was at nine, nine, $9.55 a barrel. So what that tells you is that we saw some big companies 
take over uh, some big acquisitions. If you remember, uh, for example, the likes of uh, Spain's Ripsaw SA, which was acquired by YPF of Argentina. You remember Total uh, SA as well, uh, taken over by France, Elf Aquitaine. So Chevron as well later scooped uh, uh, Texaco, if you remember Texaco, the American uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, gas company as well. So what happened in that period was that soon after those acquisitions, Sakina, uh, about late nine, early 1991, we started to see the oil price pick up. It, it took up, it went up by almost 17.4 percent, and in the next year, 1992, it was up already to a sitting at 12 dollars and 99 a barrel. So we're thinking that because now we're seeing that the, 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 the oil price has been its strongest, especially after that announcement yesterday, there's now been, it's, it's better than its strongest in about three weeks. So is it, is, it, is it time now? Can we safely say that it's bottomed out? I think we can start seeing signs of these acquisitions because oil, prices, oil companies take acquisition when they realize that the price of oil is at its lowest, and after that it starts picking up.